0: Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a Black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder. I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my tenure career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. You are listening to episode 52 of the Elevate Her podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all things networking, five powerful ways to do it effectively but differently as an introvert. I am self-identified as an introvert. I know I am. (laughs) I gain a lot of my energy from being alone and I thought this would just be a great conversation to have with you because gone are the days where we assume that just because we are introverts, we can't build our influence and our impact and, you know, grow our sphere of relationships. Because like I always say, you do need people around you. You do need relationships in order to succeed. Your success cannot happen in a silo. That's just how the world works. But I want to show you how to do it differently and effectively as an introvert. So, Grab a notebook because you are going to want to take notes on this episode and I really hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to drop me a DM. So let's get right to the show. So how to network effectively as an introvert. First of all, I want to just share a few like funny stories and hopefully you can relate with them because how many of you have maybe seen an invite pop into your inbox and immediately you start thinking, oh my goodness, what else is happening in my life? Like, what are the reasons can I give to not attend this event? That happens to me so many times. And, you know, it's been reducing over time, but initially, especially the first, like I would say first five to six years of my career, I absolutely, did not like attending events. I absolutely did not like interacting with people outside my core team because it would feel awkward to me. I just hated being in um, these events where we had to stand for long, where we had to like hold a glass of whatever it is that you're drinking and, you know, have to have all these small talks and sometimes they're awkward moments. And I just completely hated it. And... A big reason why it wasn't working for me, and maybe this is the case with you, is because I was approaching it with the mindset of, I have to do this, you know, and for me, I was thinking of all the reasons why this doesn't work, this is not effective, you know, I'm an introvert, this really doesn't work for introverts, and I would only show up because I wanted other people to see I was there, not because me myself... I was there and being present. It was because for me, it was more of like a compliance exercise. And so the mindset that I approached networking for a long time in my career was that of a tick box exercise, as opposed to, let me just be open to the possibilities of meeting new people, of who I can serve when I come in here, of who I can help. And because I had that mindset, the feelings that I had about it were not definitely not going to yield any positive results for me. And for a long time, I saw networking as this necessary evil that didn't really yield the results that everyone else, or, you know, a lot of proponents or supporters of networking talked about. And let me know if this resonates with you. And if it does, drop a yes. Or even better, let's do a poll and let's see how many people on this live are introverts. If you're an introvert, drop yes. If you identify yourself as an extrovert, drop a no. I want to see, I want to know how many of us in here are introverts and how many of us identify as, as extroverts. Because I think we can also learn from the extroverts who maybe observe people like us when we are in action networking or when we are avoiding it by all means. So the first thing I want to talk about is the limiting beliefs that hold us back. Because if we don't address those limiting beliefs, even when I share with you effective ways that you can network without feeling you're trying to be someone else, it's not going to work out for you you need to see networking as something that can really yield very high returns for you. But you also need to see networking not in terms of what's in it for me, because it's gonna take a long time for you to reap the benefits, right? It's not something where you meet someone today, tomorrow, they're already giving you new business or tomorrow they're already linking you with someone you've been wanting to talk to for a while. It takes time to nurture relationships, right? And you have to come into it with the mindset of how can I serve? How can I help? As opposed to what's in it for me. So some of the limiting beliefs that we have as introverts is, you know, I'm too shy. Why should I do this? Um, And the reason why we have those limiting beliefs is because we're made to think that the only way you can network is by going to these events with thousands or hundreds and hundreds of people and trying to blend in and trying to talk to as many people as possible. In this day and age, there are so many ways to network differently and still be able to be authentically yourself, right? Without having to try to be the life of the party, right? Social events. I mean, I think COVID has really proved that social events are not the only way you can build networks and create and nurture long-lasting relationships. So I want us to get into this mindset of thinking that there are so many other ways that we can network. Social and networking events are not the only way to do it, right? And when you start to come with that mindset, you start to open yourself up to seeing other ways in which you can network effectively, through one-on-ones through friends of friends without necessarily having to be in those um big events where you feel you, you feel these awkward moments and you feel like you have to always be talking and you have to know everything about everything and you have to come prepared and you know you have to put up this facade like you want to be there and talk to everyone right which is not what, what we resonate with or which is not how we are built as as introverts naturally okay um the other sort of limiting belief that i think we we put ourselves into and remember beliefs are are not factual a lot of times we tend to make beliefs facts but they aren't right and because beliefs are not factual it means that they can be changed that's the great thing about beliefs and that's that's what limiting beliefs is all about. It's all about looking at what are the things that hold you back from doing what needs to be done, right? Because we do need to build networks. We do need to build relationships. You cannot achieve success in a silo. Whether you are in a career in business, you do need other people to succeed. So you do need to hone your relationship building and nurturing skills, okay? So think about that as I continue to share some of the limiting beliefs that um, hold us back from being able to network effectively. Another one that I hear or that I also used to tell myself a lot is, um, you know, this is too awkward. This is not going to work, right? Because a lot of, you know, over and over and over I would attend events and be in these awkward situations where I would maybe be in a group of five or six people Everyone else was talking and I was just observing and maybe there would be quiet moments and then I'm thinking, do I say something or I would say something and then people haven't heard me because naturally I'm not, I don't have a loud or high pitched voice. And so I had to start rethinking and I had to replace that belief with a new belief that networking doesn't have to be awkward. Networking can work for introverts. There are so many leaders out there who self-identify as introverts. And from observing them, they are great at building, at maintaining relationships, right? And they don't just look at the next social event as ways to do that. They look to lean on their strengths. And I'm going to talk about some of our strengths as introverts in order to nurture and expand on their network and their influence. So those are just a few of the limiting beliefs that I wanted to talk about in this live before I go into talk about how we can leverage and lean on our strengths as introverts to make networking work for us and to actually get a return on the investment. Because it takes a lot of time, right? It takes resources as well. And obviously we want to have a return on the investment, but we also want to come in with the mindset of, How can I serve? How can I help the other person that I am meeting, right? Not with the mindset of what can they give me, okay? Um, I am too shy is something else that we tell ourselves as introverts. And that is not true at all. That is just a belief that we've either gotten maybe from other people's observations of our character or we've just picked it up from what other people say about introverts, or we've just made that assumption that because we are an introvert, we then equate that to being shy and therefore we cannot talk in public. I hear this a lot. And I used to say it as well, like I do not talk in public. And here I am doing a LinkedIn Live. Well, this is my first one. I've done quite a few on other social media platforms. Um But it takes you, first of all, getting very emotionally connected with why it's important for you to network in order for you to achieve the goal you are going after in your career. So if you right now are going after the next promotion or you want to become a go-to expert, a lot of the ladies I talk to on LinkedIn tell me that they want to become go-to experts and they want people to take their opinion seriously. Then you do need to Replace that belief that you are too shy to talk in public with a new belief that as an introvert, I can actually share my opinion confidently and I do not have to, I don't have to be the loudest, but it doesn't mean that I am shy, right? And so just reframing your mindset and your beliefs can have a significant impact on how you start to see networking and how you start to show up when it comes to networking opportunities. Okay, so I want you to be very open to thinking about networking in a different way to how we've traditionally thought about it, especially if you've been in the corporate world and every time the word networking is said, in my mind, (laughs) the first thing that comes into mind is those cocktail events where you're standing for long, you have to be in your heels, and you have to pretend like you're really interested in everyone's conversations and you have to go around collecting as many business cards as possible. So I want you to be open because that's, that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about networking. It's so much more than just that. Okay. So the first way you can network differently as an introvert is to use your introvert powers. And what do I mean when I say use your introvert powers? First of all, as introverts, we are very, very good listeners. And in this new age of leadership, if you read a lot of articles and, you know, thought leadership around leadership, there is a big move towards leaders being more listeners than, than speakers, right? Because generally or naturally, because as humans, we naturally want to, to be heard, right? what happens is that naturally we then want to just speak and speak and speak so that we are heard, so that, you know, we are given the attention that we deserve, right? But on the other side, a lot of leaders are now building that skill of listening. And as introverts, we actually are more inclined to listening than to speaking. So I want you to lean into your introvert powers, right? Listen more and listen with intent Okay, I am so excited to make this announcement to help women finally find their voice, become leaders in their field, and get paid their worth. If you know you don't want to be where you are in your career 12 months from now, Design to Lead was made for you, so listen up closer. Design to Lead is my private coaching program for ambitious career women who are ready to get promoted to the next level and start making an impact while creating generational wealth. In six months' time, you could have the clarity you need to land that promotion or dream role in your career or get big pay raises that you never thought were possible. With the right strategy, bankable career plan and solid mindset to give you the confidence and kick self-doubt on the curb for good, which is what you'll get in Design to lead and even more, Together, we'll be celebrating your next big career goal. Head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead to apply to work with me in this program or DM me the word elevate on any of my social media channels to find out more. Let's get your career elevated for good. And a really good book I would recommend is How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he talks about the art of listening. And if you're actually listening, you would be able to mirror what the other person is saying. And that person will feel so good about themselves. They'll feel like you're actually listening and you actually care about what they're saying, right? You're not listening with this ear and trying to hear the conversation in the table next to you on the other ear if you're in a networking event, for example. And if you're in a one-on-one meeting, you're actually being present, Right. So lean into those introvert powers. Listen more intent with intent and make sure the other person knows that you're hearing them out. Right. By mirroring, literally repeating what they're saying, but in a way that shows that you care about what they are saying. Ask questions. As an introvert, if you are not ca- confident to like make your own points or share your in- own insights, which will come with time, ask questions instead right? That will show that you're really keen on understanding what this other person has to say and you're really keen in seeing how you can help them and serve them and come from a place of service as opposed to a place of how can they serve me. So that's the first big thing I want you to lean into, those introvert powers that make us unique and make, can make us stand out as really great leaders. The second way is identifying one or two people in your organization that you want to connect with, that you want to build a relationship with. And that is obviously part of your, you know, your career journey and strategy and starting to, to work on those relationships. So literally pick up the phone, call those people, ask them how they are, you know, go into their offices if you're back at, at work, Have a conversation with them around their goals and what what are their objectives and start to see how you can plug in to help them achieve their objectives. The first person you can do this with very easily if you haven't is your team leader. Once you know what their objectives are, you can then start to ask yourself, how can I make their achieving their objectives much easier? More likely or more often than not, when you help them achieve their objectives, you're also achieving your objectives. Because if your organization is all aligned, then everyone should be working towards the same goal. But when you step up and show that person that you are keen on helping them and, you know, making their, their goals a reality, that person is going to see you very differently than when you are just showing up wanting to do just your work, and wanting to just work in your silo to achieve what you want. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're done, right? So come in and identify just one or two people. Don't look to see how you can, you know, network with 10 people at the same time, just one or two people. And you can literally do this every month. At the beginning of the month, identify those two people. And at, and the next month, if you feel you've, you know, done a lot of work to build on those relationships, you obviously want to continue Then the next month you can identify one other or two other people, right? But don't overwhelm yourself by having this long list of people that you want to build a relationship with. And then by the end of the month, you haven't even, you know, scratched the surface. We want to be very focused and have a lot of intent as we do this. The third way you can network effectively is schedule catch up time with the people who are already in your existing network. So we all have a contact book on our phones, for example. How many contacts do we have in there? And when was the last time we actually went through our contact list and identified people that we could help and that could help us, where we could have a mutually effective relationship, that we could build on that relationship? A lot of times we'll take business cards, but people won't even follow up. They won't even send a message after they you know, receive your business card, I can count on my hand the number of times someone has followed up with me after they, I, after I have given them their business card, my business card. And so that's a way you can stand out in a really powerful way because people don't do this, right? So start to go through your contact list, go through the people you've recently added or the people you've recently met, Drop them a message, give them a call, see how you can meet up with them and follow up because the fortunes are in the follow-ups. I don't know if you've heard this phrase, but I really love it because people do not follow up. People are very good at meeting and greeting, but after that, you know, you don't hear about them until they need you or until they want to ask something from you that is of benefit to them. Okay, so this is a way you can stand out as an introvert. And because it's one on one following up, it's so much easier than, you know, trying to follow up by maybe going to another event where you think they will be at. Right. Um, This is so much more easier and more in our lane and, you know, aligned to our strengths. Right. So like I said in the first tip, lean into your strengths as an introvert. And this is one way of doing it, literally just catching up with the people in your network. And once again, don't overwhelm yourself, right? Identify one or two people, carve out time in your calendar, literally put um, a calendar entry in your calendar at work, maybe one hour once a week to do this exercise. And also don't go in there with this objective of, let me see how, what they can do for me, right? Like I said, go in with the objective of listening to them, hearing how you can help them, And if the opportunity comes where there's an opportunity for them to assist you or to work with you or to help you in something that you're working towards, great. But go in there with the intent of being of service. That's the key thing I want you to remember after you go through this LinkedIn live is go in with the objective of being of service. Okay, number four. Find opportunities to share your insights, right? And niche down to one specific topic or one area in your industry that is maybe trending or one area that you know you're really good at and maybe you've even been getting you know good feedback on certain things you've been sharing within your smaller circle of influence at work, right? And look for opportunities to share your insights is so easy. There are so many industry bodies, There are so many groups on LinkedIn. You can literally search on LinkedIn for any subject matter and you will find a group or an event where that subject matter is being discussed. Contribute to those, you know, to those uh, groups, contribute to the, in those events, right? You do not even have to be a speaker in an event to contribute. You just have to be part of the conversation and share your insights, right? Literally drop comments ask questions connect with people who are in those circles and start to talk about your views how you've been able to apply whatever subject it is that you're, you you want to you know elevate yourself in and start to share and start small and i feel like the online space is one of the most effective ways we can do this because personally as an introvert i feel more comfortable sharing my insights and thoughts online than doing it in person. I know I have to do it in person, right? That's out of my comfort zone. And I do know I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. But the online space is one of the best ways for you to start. It's kind of like a soft landing. And you can also see what resonates with people, what doesn't. And whatever resonates is what you're going to share more of in person as well. Okay, so look at how you can contribute to trending topics. Literally, you can even search hashtags on LinkedIn. There are so many ways you can do this, but the key is consistency. And that's why it's important to carve out time in your calendar. And when that time comes in your calendar, you're not going to look for something else to do. You're going to literally do what you had said you will do. So consistency is king here. If you do this consistently week in, week out, I can 100% guarantee you by the end of the year, you will have elevated your credibility and authority in that niche in your industry. And you will have a much wider pool of people within your circle of influence than you did before you, you started this. But you do need to be consistent. Okay. And then lastly, be strategic about which networking events you choose to attend. Like I said earlier on this week, you do not have to be at all the social events. That is just going to deplete your energy. And as a result, you might start having resentment toward networking because you're thinking, I have to go to this event. And just imagine if there's three and your energy is going to be at, you know, it's going to be at negative levels by the end of that week. So I want you to be very strategic about which ones you choose to attend, which ones are aligned to your career strategy, to your, you know, career plan. And don't feel forced to do it because when you feel forced, you're not going to take effective action when those opportunities come or when that event comes. You're going to see it more as a tick box exercise and the energy you're going to bring to that event is not the energy that will help you actually build a return on your investment in networking and in building relationships. So be very strategic about which ones you attend and be very open, right, with the people who invite you for these events, right? Because more often than not, when you are just open about whether this resonates with you, you don't have to be a yes person all the time, right? You can share with them, why you feel maybe this is not aligned to your um to your expertise, or you could even suggest other people who could attend in your stead, or you could even share it with your team instead and have someone represented from your team attending it, right? But don't feel obligated that you have to be at all events all the time. That is just going to deplete your energy, result in resentment, and it's going to contribute more towards those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from being able to see networking differently and being able to reap a return on the investment you make in networking and building relationships. So I hope you enjoyed this live show. As I said, it is going to be on the podcast as well. So you'll be able to listen to it um, next week on the podcast show. And if you have any questions, let me know. And ladies, if you feel like you are just completely overwhelmed and you've tried this networking thing, you've tried putting yourself out there, but nothing seems to stick or work and you feel like your introvertedness is in the way of you being able to actually see um, returns on the time investment that you're making into building and nurturing uh, nurturing, nurturing relationships and building your circle of influence, drop me a message with the word influence. Just drop me a message with the word influence, and then we can talk more about how I can support you. Because like I said, your success is going to be dependent on the people you surround yourself with. So it is so, so critical and important to make sure that you're building relationships with the right people you're building your circle of influence and networking is a pillar to doing that, right? It is a, it's a—it's like a door opener to being able to meet the right people who will make things happen because you're not going to be able to make things happen for yourself um, in a silo. You do need people around you. We all need people around us to support us, to help us, to open the right doors, to you know link us up with other people. We do need people. People need people, period. Okay, so if you feel that you just are overwhelmed and you need support and you need help in being able to have like a proper networking strategy and you know that this is something that has been holding you back from getting to the next level in your career and from securing that promotion, drop me a a message with the word influence and then I will know that you um, watch this live and this is the support that you need. And then we can have a chat on how I can help you and coach you through this because you don't need to do this alone. You can get the support you need. A lot of us went through our careers not knowing that you can actually get support in some of the areas where we, you know, it wasn't our natural innate strength. So don't feel like you have to figure this out on your own. I want to help you. I want to be your biggest cheerleader and I want to support you in achieving that next big goal in your career, whatever it is. All right. I will see you in next week's show and thank you so much for hanging out with me. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one already. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki, or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.